Do you remember the first time you realized that your mother was not a superhero? I sure do. And boy, that was a defining moment in disappointment for me. How dare she not be perfect, I thought. She's a liar. She's crazy. She's mean. She's such, ugh, she's such a hypocrite. The judgmental she's began shortly after my pubescent adolescence, coasted comfortably through my teens, and began to nest in my early adulthood. Though depth with an infection rate may vary, I believe that every child, no matter what background he or she comes from, whether it's abusive, privileged, poor, or spoiled, we all have wounds from mommy and daddy. What I now see with my adult eyes is that my mother, much like yours, didn't seed the toxic traits and characteristics that she ended up planting and harvesting for her next generation tribe. It was not until I realized that I was becoming everything that I claimed I didn't like about my mother and began to do my inner healing work that I began to see how unfair I had been with my thoughts and my actions towards her at times. Whether it was the time we didn't speak for an entire calendar year or when I blamed her for everything I didn't and could have become, it dawned on me that maybe I needed to let go of the idea that she owed me a million apologies only and own that I needed to ask her for forgiveness for nailing her to this unrealistic parental pedestal like Jesus was nailed to the cross. My mother is such an amazing person and has always been a beautiful soul layered being just like all of us. Now, as somewhat of a grown-up, I look back and stand in awe of her because, like, she was sober the entire time raising my sister and I, and then had another baby and raised her as well. This is all in the 80s and 90s in New York, in the Bronx, as a single parent with Irish twins with limited resources while hanging on by a thin, shredded emotional and mental thread. How? Sway how? Like all humans, my mother had and has needs, desires, goals, issues, burdens, regrets, expectations, disappointments, joys, and pains. We don't often agree, and we have different ideas of the who, what, where, and how life should and could be. But let me tell you, there is no one, and I mean no one's daughter on this planet, than I would rather be. Are you ready for the latest episode of the I Said No podcast? Let's go. Beautiful soul unicorns. No, 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 no. Nope. It's Stephanie, the life architect. Oh, hell no. How about no? No, 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 no. Hell no. Hashtag ISN pod. Beautiful souls, welcome back to another episode of the I Said No podcast. What is the hashtag? Hashtag what? ISN pod. I want you to know that your presence really means a hell of a lot to me. What you don't understand or you may understand. I don't want to devalue your intelligence or underestimate your intelligence. So what you may or may not understand is when you press play, when you share, when you comment, when you like, when you subscribe, when you tell your homegirl or your homeboy, you should listen to this. This girl is either making sense or she doesn't make sense to me at all. Either way. When you do those things, I appreciate you so much. Your presence is such a gift. Your presence is such a gift. Again, your presence is such a gift. And if you don't know that, you know that now. That what? Your presence 
is such a gift. I am so happy that you are here for another episode. I'm so happy that you decided to join me this week. I'm so happy that you decided to join me last week for those of you who did. And let me tell you, the feedback, oh my goodness, the feedback from the silent treatment episode, woo child, you guys were letting me know how much it resonated with you. And even if it didn't, even even the adult eye segment from Jagged Edge Slander, yes, I said it, and I still stand by it. I still don't like the song. I still don't like the group. They still the budget 112 to me. Okay. And I still believe that Let's Get Married is a song that perpetuates women settling for a man in his dad jeans, his Michael Jordan dad jeans, to be exact, and his Viagra pot belly having self. Um, but I digress. The feedback that I got from you guys, whether you agree or disagree with anything that I have to say from that episode or any episode means so much to me. And as I always say here, you don't have to agree to be. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to agree with my point. You don't have to see my side. You don't have to take my side to be a part of my vibe tribe. You really don't. The fact that you are here and that you have an opinion and that you can express that opinion respectfully is all you need to be when you stroll up in the hashtag ISMPodUniverse. I'm appreciative again that you're here. And no, I will not stop thanking you. I won't. I won't. And if you don't like gratitude, then you might as well just press stop or right now, press stop, press pause uh, and, and just go to another podcast because I believe that gratitude is fertile soil. And I believe that letting you know that your presence matters and your presence in every way, financially, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, it all matters. And I will never take that for granted. There are many podcasts that you can listen to, but you pressing play, whether it's 30 of you, three. 300 of you, 3,000 of you, or 3 million of you, or 3 million of you, or 300 million of you. I'm appreciative. And I don't want to ever be perceived as perfect. This is why I leave some of the bloopers and stutters and, 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 and ends in the podcast because I want you to know that this is a place of humanity. This is a place of transparency. This is a place of real. This is a place of keeping 100 and keeping it real. And again, I'm just appreciative that you're here. We have some guests coming up, so I'm not going to prolong this. There is no church announcements. There are no segments. This is just us getting to the nitty gritty today. It is Mother's Day weekend. Because of Mother's Day, I wanted to honor my own mother and I wanted to have her call in and I wanted to have her drop some wisdom on my beautiful soul unicorns. Yeah, you, you, my beautiful soul, worthy, ambitious, spontaneous, sexy, intelligent beings. I wanted her to speak to you and I don't even know what she's going to say. This is off the cuff. Um, I didn't prep her. I just told her I wanted her to call in or I was going to call her and have her dial in. So we're going to do that and let her bless you and let her feed your soul if you choose to have your soul fed. And before we do that, I just want to address those who are not in the festive Mother's Day spirit. This is not about forcing you to be in a mood that you are not to be. Again, this is not about forcing you to be in a mood that you're not in or don't want to be or are not in. All right. If you do not have a relationship with your mother, daughter or son, if your mother or child has not lived up to your expectations, if your mother or child has transitioned, 
into the afterlife and they are no longer here in the flesh. I want you to know that I stand with you. I acknowledge you. I acknowledge every emotion you have, whether it is peace, whether it is pain, whether it is joy, whether it is indifference. I want you to know that on this Mother's Day, aka a holiday and any holiday that family is supposed to, and you can't see me doing the quotation signs, the bunny ears when I say supposed to, any holiday that family is supposed to be the reason. Any holiday that family is supposed to be the narrative of the holiday. I want you to know that if you don't feel it, that's okay here. I want you to know that you don't have pressure to succumb to society's needs for you to fit into the box of what they say you're supposed to celebrate or not celebrate. So if you're in the Mother's Day spirit, whether you are a sibling, a child or a mother or a grandparent, or a mother figure. You do not have to be. I want you to know that your feelings matter, whether they are facts or not. I want you to know that your needs matter. And if you need not to participate in the festivities of Mother's Day, then do so. Then do that. Here is your permission on the I Said No podcast to say no to Mother's Day if Mother's Day does not make you feel good. This is a platform where you do not have to conform to anyone else's needs but your own. And you have to work through whatever your needs are. It's no one else's responsibility or business to feel what you're feeling. Is that all right? Brothers, y'all all right? Sisters, y'all good? Okay, so I'm going to call my mom now because I want to acknowledge the Mother's Day holiday and I want to see what she has to say. So let's dial her up and see what's going on. I'm going to call her on my cell phone and actually put my cell phone to the mic. Now, I don't know how smart that is in terms of audio, but I didn't think this through. So that's what we're going to do. And hopefully we're going to make it work. Okay, so bear with me. Bear with me because I'm sure that she is going to say something that will make the lackluster audio worth your while. And in addition to that, I promise you, (laughs) I promise you that I am working on figuring out how to have someone dial in and it not be me holding my cell phone to the mic. Because like I said from the previous episode, if Beyonce told us anything from homecoming, honey, it is preparation and getting things in order and decency and in order. So I am going to hold to that narrative, but just give me, bear with me, okay? Don't judge me because I'll be judging y'all on y'all sound. Just give me a second and limit your judgment on this sound because it's my mama and I don't want my mama to take things personal, okay? Okay, (laughs) hold on one second. Let's dial her up. I hope she answers me, mama. Got me? Uh, uh, uh. Well, I I think she knew I was calling. <laughs> she gonna act like she busy now. Hello. Hello. I didn't know if you were gonna answer. Yeah, I'm Hi, mommy world, beautiful souls. Let me introduce you correctly. This is me, mama. This is Carming. I will let her introduce herself, but this is the OG, the originator, none greater than my mama. The reason that I am here, the reason that you have the life architect, the reason that I build, customize, and design lives is because she helped build, customize, and design mine. Hi, mommy. Hi, Bella. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Say hello to my beautiful souls. Hello, beautiful soul unicorns. <laughs> I hope you guys can hear her. I dialed in and I don't know what my mom's going to say. I don't know what she's going to drop, what jewels she's going to drop. She has several. She always drops jewels on me, but I'm going to let her speak, her mama speak, her wisdom speak, her OG speak. So mommy, tell me, how are you feeling this Mother's Day weekend? Well, I'm feeling 
I am feeling massively blessed. Massively blessed. What can you give me a little bit of of depth? Can you articulate a little deeper? Can you give me some context on massively blessed? What does that what does that mean to you in 2019 as a mother of how many kids? A hundred. Yeah, we're not even going to care. Four kids and six grandchildren. Jesus Christ, you have six grandchildren. None from me, but some from your other daughters. So tell me, what does it mean? Give me some context on feeling blessed. This time last year, I was fighting for my life. And I was trying to determine how to get my life back in perfect health again after being diagnosed with congestive heart failure. Yes, CHF. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And God has been beyond good to me. My nurse calls me a miracle. She goes, people in your state can't even walk or talk. And you're sitting here exercising, doing everything. Because won't God do it? Because won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? (laughs) Yes, he will. So you were diagnosed with congestive heart failure literally around this time last year. So it is almost a year, a little over a year, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. Almost a year. Mm-hmm. And most people, um, and the stage that you're in for congestive heart failure is the best that you can be. And a lot of people who get diagnosed with CHF are diagnosed in stage four and stage three, and they are given a limited time to live. But that is not your case. Am I correct? Nope, that's correct. And didn't you recently have news that your heart um, is doing 12% better than it was when you were diagnosed? It's 15% better. Ooh, Jesus! Which means I have only 15% more to go because... It was the main muscle was operating at 70%. Wow. So I need that 30% to come back. Won't God do it? Won't he be? Won't he be a healing God? He is. He's always been a healing God in this family. I know. That's right. I know. That's right. And you've always been a praying mama. Always. There's no greater gift that you can give your child except to pray for them. Mm, say that again. There's no what? There's no greater gift that you can give your child except to be a prayer warrior for them. Mm, mm, mm. And tell me how you feel about giving words of wisdom to mothers and daughters and sons on this Mother's Day. You know, there are many mothers and sons and daughters who have relationships, don't have relationships, have tumultuous relationships. It's a gamut when it comes to parents and children, no matter what age the parents or the children are. So or the children are. So give some words of wisdom, would you? Words of wisdom to mothers around the world, If you, whatever you're dealing with with your child, whatever age that, that they are at this point, just know that they need you no matter how bad or good they are. Just know that you are still to be their greatest cheerleading squad. Hmm. Just know that they trust your ability to love them when nobody else can. Mm-hmm. Just understand that they're growing and changing and every day you're going to learn something different about them. And instead of getting mad, try to grow and change with them. Hmm. Great, great advice. Now, let's talk to the children. Let's give some advice for the moms, because I feel as a daughter, I feel like there's so many narratives about what the parents can do better as far as getting to, you know, have a different relationship, a better relationship with their children. But I don't feel there's many narratives that speak to the children on um, releasing the expectation of their parents, forgiving their parents, understanding their parents, and being respectful to their parents. Tell me something that you would tell today's children about their mothers. To understand that it's not easy being a mother. I think the only job harder than that is God's. Say that again. Pause. Hold on, hold on. Let's select a rewind. So let's go back for a second. 
because we've often heard that parenting and motherhood is the hardest job in the world. Am I correct? Amen. We've heard that a lot, but I think yeah. you just put some extra stank on it by saying, you know, com- saying that the, the the only harder job than being a mom or a present parent is being God himself. Absolutely. Right. So uh, yeah. if, if the kid understands that, no matter what expectation they put on the parent, would you say that the mom no matter what her state is in, because you, you, would you admit that there are some moms who are not great moms? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Some of the worst moms are walking this earth. Right. So if there are some moms who are not great moms, there are valid pain. There, there is valid pain from some children. But with that said, even so, even as someone who has pain, has had pain from her mom, like you have keep mm-hmm. speaking to the daughter or the son. Go ahead. As I said, the hardest job is being a mother. Mm-hmm. It's not as rewarding as, as we think it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But I would ask, I would, what I would say to kids everywhere, number one, know that you're loved. Mm-hmm. By who? By your mother. No matter what she's done? Sometimes it's not always mistakes that she's made. She just didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. Or she wasn't taught better. Mm-hmm. Or she learned a bit too late. Or she was put through hell and didn't know how. It's I've learned so much from my own mother mm-hmm. that made I, I've had to forgive because now I understand. Hmm. Doesn't justify it, right? So the other thing I would say is help your mother understand. Number one, if you have that relationship with her, if you even if you don't mm. learn how to. Hmm. I disagree. What about if the what about if the mom is toxic, so toxic where you trying to make her understand literally makes you shatters you into pieces? Sometimes you have to walk away and let God do some work. Amen. Hey, glory. Sometimes you have to walk away, preserve your sanity and let God do some work. Reserve your peace, reserve Mm. your sanity. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to walk away and give him some time. Mm -hmm. I gave my mother 17 years time to get to figure it out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So sometimes you have to Mm -hmm. walk away so that you don't lose it. Amen. Amen. So let's talk about Oh, that. Excuse me. Let me digress. That is words of wisdom from my mama from child. And, and you know what the beautiful thing is? You are someone's child and you are someone's mother. So you can speak from both perspectives. Right. Absolutely. So I have in my notes here something that I want to tell you. I wanted to tell you how proud I am of you. Um, the, the episode coming up uh, with my husband and your son-in-law, as the world knows him as Denisio Shoots, is the reason that the last episode, The Silent Treatment, was so successful. As you know, you and I talked about it, that this episode that's pre-recorded that's coming up with him was the reason that I went back and did a pre-episode to break down this episode coming up. And you called me because you listened to The Silent Treatment episode and you called me and you actually made me cry uh, and you apologized after hearing me speak about the silent treatment from my childhood that I internalized and then put into my adulthood in my marriage, that learned behavior, that toxic behavior that was also learned from your um, upbringing that was passed down to us. You actually called me surprisingly and apologized with no how do I say this? Most people are strong in their wrong and then their apology whispers and their wrong screams and yells. But no, you were so present in your apology. It wasn't a whisper. It was as strong as the silent treatment was when it was delivered in my youth. And I was so proud of how you handled that. And I was so proud of the woman that 
you are because again you keep teaching me though I'm an adult you're my mom and you keep teaching me and you being strong in your apology as strong as you were in my youth with your silent treatment was a reminder to me not to whisper in my apology, not to whisper in my humbleness, but to be strong in my ownership and my accountability. And you did that. And I just wanted to publicly tell the world how proud I am of you and how my pride in you just makes me want to continue to be a better woman who stands in her acknowledgement, her assessment and her ownership. Thank you. You're welcome. What did you feel about that app? That episode? Yeah, the one that you called me about. Oh, (laughs) well... (laughs) When I heard it, I literally went back. My, I, I am able to travel back in time in my mind, mm-hmm. you know, and I was able to go back to that that time period. Mm-hmm. But even before that time period, I was able to go all the way back to when it was me. Yes. And I remember peeking around corners thinking, well, should I come out the room now? Mm-hmm. Should I say anything? Walking on eggshells. Right. Glass, actually. <laughs> Eggshells don't cut you like glass, do You better yeah, teach that thing. Because if you walked out there, it, you got cut every time. Yes. So when I heard that my son-in-law and even my husband felt that, because mm-hmm. I asked my husband after I spoke to you how he felt your dad. Shout out I to Pops. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But though I already knew because I saw it on his face whenever I did it. Mm-hmm. It really hurt me that men that I love, respect, honor were hurt by that. Yes, me too. Yes, yeah, it's bad yes. enough that my children were hurt by it. Yes. And I can't take it back. But then that, that demon tried to spread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I felt that one of the ways, the other part of you going to him and say, I mean, him bringing it to you and then you saying, I'm sorry, whatever. The other way for me to make sure that demon died was for me to expose it for myself. Mm, for you to own it, for you to take what it was. It. Ooh, it. Child. Mm-hmm. it was easy to own it because I was like, dear God, that was that was the one thing I never wanted my kids to go through. So I needed to call and kill it. And and sometimes you only kill a demon by the root. exposing yourself, yes. the root of it. Yes. I, I was the root, so I had to pluck it. Oh, my Lord. And here's the thing. You're not even the root. You're the root for our generation. Exactly. Right. But you're not the root for your generation. But I love that you said that because for me to kill it, I have to pull it up by the root and expose it and acknowledge it. And I think so many people are out here just cutting off branches. Right. And they wonder why the issue keep popping up. But they just out here trimming leaves. They just a garden trimming leaves and cutting off branches. But they're not getting on their hands and knees humbly owning and assessing and pulling up the root and getting dirty under their fingernails and actually grabbing the root and saying this is me even though I wasn't the seed planter I'm the root that carried it to the next generation that I call my own and you did that and I heard that you did that with my siblings as well yeah I called each and every one of them that day wow I heard that you did it with them too and it just made me cry with tears of joy and I just wanted the world to know because I have a platform I don't have to tell my beautiful souls anything I don't owe them anything Uh, but I wanted them to know that this platform as I always say is a platform of growth transparency and I want it to be as transparent as possible because like I said a few minutes ago I feel there's a lot of narratives that speak to parents Right. But I don't feel there's a lot of places and narratives that speak to children about their 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 need to forgive, their need to understand and their need to process. But right. you giving me that 
and not having an attitude, not calling with any malice, not calling with any finger pointing. You call you called with full apologetic ownership, no matter how much it hurts you, no matter how much it pains you. And I just had to tell you that publicly that I am forever grateful. Like I'm, I'm about to tear up. I'm forever grateful for the woman that you become because that that woman is helping me <clears throat> become this woman to help other people. The comments and feedback that I get about people feeling like they can and they are and they are taking action and they are doing is partially you own a piece of that. I can never take full credit. It takes a village and you have been the head of my village after God for so long. And I just wanted to publicly say that to you. Thank you. And I appreciate that. And know that when I decided to make that choice, it was easy. I'm, I'm, look, the greatest thing that I've done in my life was my children. If I never do anything else in my life, I did the greatest thing in the world. I gave birth to some amazing people. You sure did. Even with my crying, ugly voice, I'm fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't only give, I didn't give just birth to gorgeous, physically beautiful women. Yes, I gave birth queen. to so physically beautiful women. Yes, my soul and I'm, is beautiful. I'm, in yes. spite of everything we've been through, I am very proud of my children. I am so proud to be the mother of uh, La Martinica, mm-hmm. Estefania, mm-hmm. Faith, and Tanaja. Yes. I am so proud. Shout out to my siblings. Yes. Absolutely. I am very proud. And I, I, I'm not perfect, but I, I believe this. No one has really ever freed me mm. the way I want to free my kids. Mm. So I figure somewhere along this line, these demons are going to know who's who. Yes. Yes. And I'm a force to be reckoned with. And for me to be that, I need to pass it on to my kids to cut those roots. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what you hear from me is tears of joy. I am not in pain. I get choked up because if you knew our story, if you knew our history, Lord, if you knew what we've been through and what we've put ourselves through, because not everything is a trial. You you know what? Really quickly, before I let you go, there was one day you just blew my mind by breaking down the difference between trials and tribulations. And when I tell people, you know, a lot of times when I coach, people come to me and say the devil is busy or I'm going through. And a lot of times it's not what people are going through or the devil. It's what they're putting themselves through voluntarily. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So we were have you and I were having that conversation because it resonated because there are many things you, I, myself, um, well, you and I is myself, but myself is whatever. I'm tongue tied. You know what I mean? You, me other siblings pops whomever we've been the catalyst for discord right at any given time so there were some things we went through as a family as mother and daughter as siblings and there were other things that we put each other and ourselves through but that goes back to what i was trying to say about the difference that you explained to me about trials and tribulations so can you quickly break that down and let people know that there's a difference some things we put ourselves through and some things we are going through can you break down the difference a tribulation is you, you, the mistakes you make and the, and the, the effects of that. Mm-hmm. And so everything falls apart when you try to do it yourself. Tribulation is your doing. Tribulation. Mm-hmm. It's you, your decisions and your poor life choices, poor life choices. Mm, you turn the red flags white. Right. Mm, that's a tribulation. So what's a trial? A trial is when God is testing you to mm. take you higher or to bring you out of something that's no good for you. Preacher, come on. Don't don't make me do it. I will run around this here room. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a trial. It's a test. Yeah. He's testing your will. He's testing your relationship with him. Mm. He's testing your knowledge. 
yes. your knowledge, yes. your strength, yes. your power, mm. your dignity, your integrity. He's testing you. Mm. How far are you willing to go? to come closer to me. Oh my God. I told y'all I'm a pastor's kid and this is one of the pastors on the phone right now. (laughs) And y'all don't understand. This is what I grew up with. And this is genius because there is a difference. A lot of us are talking about what we're going through. Don't and don't understand that there is a difference between a trial and a tribulation. And I want you to know that my mother and myself included have been through trials and tribulations. There have been some trials. Jesus, God, the universe, whatever you want to call him has tested us and put us through. And there were other things that we put ourselves through as a family and as individuals that affected the family. Am I correct, mommy? Yes. And that, that's why there's a difference between being broken and being shattered. Child, Cause shattered is a difference. Cause when you broken, you could put the pieces together. Right. You try to, you, when you're broken, the pieces are larger. If you can't find the tiny little pieces, you can find stuff to replace it and make it look like it never broke. Let's talk about the remnant that God will leave and make magic. Come on now. Right. Right. But <laughs> when it comes to being shattered, shattered into so many pieces, a lot of pieces of rice. Yes. So and many small grain pieces that yes. are impossible to put back together. Yes. Mm. And, this, and this is something God showed me recently because. I broke a, a, a plate in there maybe two months ago. It fell. And I am still finding the little pieces. For some reason, they're coming out of everywhere. And I vacuumed that floor. I mopped it. I swept it. It don't matter. It you still getting sh- remnants of that yes. shattered glass. And the Lord said to me, he said, at one point, you were shattered this way. Ooh, where you were just finding bits and pieces of yourself yeah. all over the city. Yes. And he said, and... And I kept finding the pieces to put them back together. Oh, Lord. But you find those pieces in every bed you lay down, every cup you fill with liquor, every cigarette you pick up, every crack cocaine, as y'all say in the church, every weed, every blunt, every distraction, every every shopping addiction, every Every, anger addiction. Ooh, child. But then he he said this to me, and I just stood in the middle of the kitchen floor last week, and I just cried because he said, but the pieces that you can't find, I fill them with me. Holy moly. What and you he say? said, you're becoming whole every day. You can become whole again. Oh, you can become whole. No matter if you're shattered or broken. And it is possible. Oh, my God. But you have to but do what? You have to do what? The work. Am I correct? To do the work. Mm. And the work looks different for everybody, right? The work is, for some people, prayer is enough. For some people, therapy is enough. For some people, there needs to be a combination. For some people, they need to access access several things to become whole again. Am I correct? Yeah, and I think it's better to access it from the start, whether Mm. you think you need it or not. Say that one more time for the audience. Say that one more time. You need to access it from the start, whether you think you need it or not, because nothing broken, nothing missing. The only way you're going to know that is to cover every area. My God. So we just going to, we going to take preventative measures and we going to work on every area, every area, spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally, financially. We just going to cover everything just in case we missed a spot. Because here's the thing about growth. You can never grow too much. Never. Right. No. Right. If I saved more money, if I become more financially stable, if I become more emotionally healthy, it's never going to be a problem to be more. That's why the scripture says, lean not unto thine own understanding. Mm. In all thy ways, acknowledge the Lord and he will direct thy path. Because thine own understanding is not the understanding of him and his will for us because it was already written. Am I correct? Correct. And especially he, we didn't create us. He did. Okay. He knows everything about us. Scripture says he, he formed us in the palm of his hand. Ooh. From our, my mother womb, he knew me. I'm about to drop the mic. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> boys and girls.
girls. This is me, Mama. This is Carmen. I want you to kick something in Spanish. Let them know um, who give them a prayer in Spanish. Like bust it down in like Spanish and English, like a quick little blessing for Mother's Day. Que Dios bendiga a todas las madres y los hijos ahí afuera con la bendición de Dios. Amen. Say, say, say it again in English for the for the Americans that who don't understand the Espanol. I pray God bless every mother and every child out there with the blessings of God. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, mommy. I love you. You're I'll welcome. call you back. Let me finish this intro. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Listen here. Listen here. I don't know if you got something from it. I don't know if you like what you heard. I don't even know if the audio was good. All I know... All I know is that my tears were real. My tears of joy. If you only knew you think, you know, but you have no idea that woman, that woman, that woman, I could cry again, that woman, what she's been through, what she's overcome. And, and you know what happens? You know what happens? We define women, especially black women, especially women of color. We define them by their strength. And I don't even define my mother's strength by her strength. I define my mother's strength by her vulnerability as of late, whether it is because of her medical condition that she shared candidly. I don't know what it is, but lately her vulnerability has been such a thing of beauty. And it it just reminds me of all of the romantic aspects of motherhood. And you might not think that romance and motherhood go together, but it does for me. My mother is a romantic being. She's always been in love deeply with her children as she has been with anyone that she cares about. And to watch her grow and blossom and bloom has been a pure joy for me. And if you don't understand what I'm saying when I say my mother is romantic and watching her grow has a romance to it. Romance is described and defined as conducive to or characterized by the expression of love. My mother's ownership and assessment and growth is to me an expression of love for herself, for her family, for her children, for her loved ones, for her husband. And I just wanted her to share some of the romance of love that I have been experiencing lately through her, for her, with her, by her, to me, and for me. And that's it. That's it. Happy Mother's Day to every mother and mother figure, to everyone who has ever nurtured a being, who who has ever cared for a being, who has ever uplifted a being, who has ever forgiven a being, who has ever given a being an opportunity, who has ever been the reason that someone is better, someone is different, someone has grown, someone has loved, someone has evolved. And happy Mother's Day to all the mothers who has who have transitioned to the afterlife, who have left us a legacy of beauty who the very mention of their name brings people to tears because they miss them and they miss all they contributed to the world and to those they touched. I want you to know that no matter if you are a mother by birth, whether you push someone out of your womb and your vagina or whether you nurture someone on a day-to-day basis such as myself I want you to know that motherhood is such a beautiful role such a beautiful title to have and I honor and respect all of you because oh my goodness to watch what you do on a day-to-day basis and sacrifice and be the point person for other human beings selflessly and even sometimes when you get it wrong even sometimes when you are selfish or selfful you are still responsible for other beings. I respect you. I appreciate you. And I wanted to honor and celebrate you with my mother. No matter who you are, no matter where you're from, you press play and I'm grateful for your presence today. Thank you so much for listening to the latest episode of the I Said No podcast.